0: Good morning. I'm Pastor Sean here at Placifer Church of the Nazarene, and we are so excited that you have found us online, uh, whether it's through uh, our website at plasnaz.com or on our YouTube page, or or maybe you're, you've found us through Facebook. But we are glad you're here. We are going to celebrate Easter today. Happy Easter to you. Um, in the church, we say he is risen. He is risen indeed. And we say that because on Easter, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, which gives us the ability when we are in relationship with him to also receive that same life. We're going to be listening. Uh, we're going to be joining Pastor Vicki and, um, and the worship team this morning as we enter into the throne room of God, as we worship and we lift his name on high. We're so glad you're with us. Thanks for being here.
1: Well, good morning. It is Easter Sunday morning. Let's see, what is it we're supposed to say? He is risen. He is risen indeed. I can hear you all the way from your living room. This is so exciting. Hey, listen, last week when my family was watching this, we stood up for the first song. You suppose I could talk you into doing that this morning? Let's stand up. We're gonna sing a great old traditional Easter hymn, Christ the Lord is Risen Today. And it's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's rich in text. You know how I feel about the words. It is just wonderful. I, I, if you can, would you stand up? Let's sing, okay? Ready? One, two, three, From
2: Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Pastor Steve, and uh, we've just sung about the cross, and that's what we're celebrating today, Easter Sunday 2020. Let's pray together. Lord, I just thank you for this church family as we meet together in this uh, unique way, even on Easter. But Lord, we know that you are with us. Your presence is with each one of us through your Holy Spirit. And Lord, I just thank you for this day. And of course, we want to pray for those who are ill. We want to pray for protection for those who are caring for those who are ill. And we pray for our nation, for our leaders, for our president. We pray that they will make wise decisions that will help our country and that will help each one of us. But more than that, Lord, we know that we are in your hands, and that's where we need to be today. Thank you, Lord, for the kindness and generosity of your people. Thank you for this church family as we worship together this day. We ask for your presence to be with each one of us in a special way. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, today we're talking about lockdown. It's Easter Sunday. You know, maybe some of you are tired of being locked down. Well, today we have hope for those who are living behind closed doors. Our church is closed today. Our ch- church building is is shut. We're on lockdown and we're all trying to stay safe. Um, and that's just what's going on in our world today. But we're glad to be with you in this special way. And that. If you're tired of lockdown, you're not alone. Many people are feeling that way. And as a matter of fact, in our scripture today, that's the way Jesus' disciples were feeling. It was that very first Easter Sunday. It was in the evening, and they were on lockdown. Uh, The doors were locked. Uh, The people were afraid. They were afraid for their lives. Things had been going so well just a week ago, but now it was hopeless. Jesus was dead. Hope was gone. Listen to the word that John wrote later. He he was there this day, and here's how he recorded it. In John 20, verse 19 through 22. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. And as he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hand and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them. Now, we, we can't breathe on each other now, but this day, he breathed on them. And he said, receive the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I think Jesus really wants to do something special in me. And I think he wants to do something special in you. Even behind closed doors today. And I would encourage you to think about three things about Jesus that give us assurance even during lockdown. The first one is this. Number one is that Jesus is the sacrifice. Now, we're on lockdown, and and we're learning what it means to sacrifice, what it means to go without certain things. Have you you had to sacrifice anything? Uh, Think about that. We're learning to sacrifice. We're not comfortable with this. We don't like this. And yet there is something about sacrifice that that really draws us into God. We depend more on him than, than all those things, those essentials that maybe we're learning we can live without. Maybe it's not such a big sacrifice after all. Well, you think about what you're sacrificing, and and maybe you'd say, well, yeah, that's fine for you. You don't know what I'm having to give up. You're right, I don't. But I want you to know that even in sacrifice, we can draw closer to what God wants us to be. So listen to what Jesus said to his disciples on that Thursday night, the night before he was crucified. This is Matthew 26, verses 27 and 28. And he took a cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and he said, each of you drink from it for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. Covenant here means an agreement to be in a relationship. And Jesus then said, it is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. And really that's true today for the sins of any who would choose to call on Jesus as Lord. It was a sacrifice for Jesus to forgive our sins. He sacrificed his very life. He's known as the Lamb of God, the sacrifice who takes away the sins of the world. It's a sacrifice for him. And you know what? It is a sacrifice for us to choose to live for Jesus. Not to do our own thing, but to choose to live for Him. To sacrifice what we want to do all the time to really live for Him. The really cool thing is that that's the better way to live anyway. He, he promises us an abundant life if we will choose to live for Him. Better than any life we could plan or imagine for ourselves. So because of the lockdown... We're learning sacrifice. We might as well embrace it and see what God might teach us and what he might help us to know through the sacrifice that we make during this time. Number two, we need to remember that Jesus is peace. He is the way to peace. That's what we talked about last Sunday. And, and Jesus comes in amongst his disciples. And how does he greet them? peace. I mean, he's suddenly there. It might have been scary. Luke even says something about it was like they saw a ghost. Well, they weren't expecting Jesus to be there, especially behind closed doors. How did he do that? I don't know. But there was something about his substance that was even more solid. And and I've heard it explained like this, that Locked doors didn't mean anything to Jesus because he was so much more solid than anything on earth. He could walk through locked doors like you could walk through fog. That, that he metaphysically was changed, and he was. But but he they could touch him. They could see him. They could speak to him. He, he even ate with them. And all of this proves that, that he was real. He was solid. He had died but come back to life, and he was changed. And so he greets them with peace. Earlier in, in John's gospel in, in John 14, 27, this is what Jesus said to them. I am leaving you with a gift. What is the gift? Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. I mean, are you on lockdown today? Are, are, are you troubled? Are you afraid? Do you know that even in the midst of that, you can have peace? Look at what it says in Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith. Think about that. We are made right in God's sight by putting our faith in Him. It brings us into a right relationship with Him. And what's the result of that? We have peace with God. It's all because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Now, because of the lockdown, we're learning greater peacefulness. We have got to find ways to find peace with ourselves, with our families, with God. And this is a chance to do that. Don't miss your chance, take advantage of that. And you know, if you need to, get away by yourself for a while. Get alone with with God. Pray. Read the Bible. Spend some time with Him. Practice His peace, and you'll find you have it. Number three, we need to remember that Jesus is our joy. Jesus is joy. We are being filled with joy when we come into His presence. We are being filled with joy when we find simpler things that we're all being forced to do, really do bring us joy. Happiness is not found in just all that other stuff we do. We're learning to find joy in simple things. Last week, we looked at the story of Zacchaeus, and Zacchaeus climbed a tree, and Jesus came by and said, hey, come on down, I'm going to go to your house. Just being with Jesus brought Zacchaeus joy. Look at what it says. This is Luke 19, verse 6. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. Just being with Jesus gave Zacchaeus so much joy. Just being with Jesus brings me joy. It can bring you joy today. Because of the lockdown, we can experience greater joy because joy is not conditional. A lot of times our happiness is conditional on circumstances being just right. Well, guess what? Circumstances aren't right. You're probably upset with the circumstances of your life. I don't blame you. It's not easy. But we can still have joy because when we are in the presence of Jesus, when Jesus is with us, He brings us joy. When he reminds us he's the sacrifice, he's the peace, and he is joy. And all of this, all of this is made possible by what Jesus does in the last verse we look at today. It says this, and this is made possible by the Holy Spirit. Then he breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Spirit. This is the first time that the Holy Spirit is poured out on a group. Now, we we think of Pentecost, the birthday of the church, just after Jesus rose into heaven as, as the beginning, as when the Holy Spirit was poured out. But not so. It began right here on Easter evening behind locked doors. And it can begin right now for you behind your locked doors. Because you too can ask Jesus to come in and be with you, to accept the sacrifice that he made to be your Lord and Savior, to forgive your sins, to bring you peace, to bring you joy. So I, I want to ask you today a couple of questions. The first question, you'll see this on the screen. What does it mean for you to receive the Holy Spirit? What does it mean that, that Jesus' spirit is in you? So here's the question. Question number one, have I personally met Jesus Christ? Do I know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior? If you do, praise the Lord, he's going to help you through this. If you don't, there is help waiting for you. Because the second part is that when Jesus comes to us, he changes us, just like Zacchaeus was changed, just like those disciples. They had spent three years with Jesus, and yet in that moment, when he breathed on them, when he shared his very spirit with them, they too were changed, and you can be changed too. In just a moment, we're going to share communion, the Lord's Supper. But before we do, I would like to pray with you. And if you are wanting to know this kind of peace and joy and understand the sacrifice that Jesus has made for you, this is your time to follow along in this prayer. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I love you. Thank you for giving your life for me as a sacrifice. Lord, thank you for promising me peace in the midst of all that's going on in my life. It seems very far from peaceful. And Lord, there is a promise of joy too. And Lord, I want to believe today that I can receive that joy as I make you my Lord and Savior. I accept you as God. I accept what you've done for me in the sacrifice and I receive you now as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, that means you're a Christian, and I invite you to get some kind of bread, to get some kind of beverage right now, and to celebrate communion with us. If you are a Christian, if you have been born again, then you are free to receive communion. If you're not, it's okay just to watch what's happening here and and maybe at some point you'll let us know about that and we can enter into a relationship with you and explain more about all of this. God bless you as you have met with us this morning. If you're going to stay for communion and be with us, uh, please get your uh, things ready. And, you know, we, we are going to do this with little pieces, uh, a little wafer and a little cup of juice. Uh, and I just happen to have some that we have gotten they're very sterile, very safe, and we've distributed the, to these to some of our people, and, and we're, we're going to share in this. But if you don't have this, that's okay. You don't have to have grape juice. If you do, great. You don't have to have unleavened bread. If you do, that's fine. Uh, I saw one pastor today said that you could have communion with a Coca-Cola and a Twinkie. And I thought, well, that's a little beyond what I would choose, but, but that would work too. You see what the disciples did? They used the everyday bread, unleavened. They used the everyday beverage. It was wine. And that's what they used. That's what they used to remember Jesus. Because it's not so important about the nature of the bread or the nature of the drink. It's that we remember what they stand for. And so Jesus, when he was meeting with his disciples, He opened this little thing here uh, so we can participate in this. Jesus didn't do this. He just had a piece of bread and broke it. But we're going to open our little uh, cellophane cover. Very sterile and everything. I think these are really cool. Uh, And there's a little wafer in that. This, too, represents Christ's body, which is broken for you. We have a beautiful piece of bread here. I would rather just rip that open and have a hunk of it. Whatever you're doing today, it's not for the bread. It's not for the taste of it. It's not any of that. It's that it represents the sustenance of life, the staple of life. And Jesus wants to be that for you. He wants to be the bread of your life. Dear Jesus, thank you for this bread. Thank you for what it stands for, what it signifies. It is your body broken for us. We receive it now. In your name, Jesus. Amen. may take the bread. Then Jesus handed out a cup of wine. They, they, They were having a Passover Thanksgiving celebration, so they had had a lot of glasses of wine, very significant. Each one meant a little something. But he gave new meaning because he said, this one represents my blood, which is going to be shed for you. And he said, whenever you eat bread, whenever you drink the common beverage of the day, for them it was wine, for you, whatever it is, Coke, coffee, you could do communion with anything as long as you are remembering Jesus, that he died for you, that he shed his blood. Dear Jesus, thank you for this cup. Thank you for shedding your blood, for being that sacrifice to save us from our sins and to forgive us so that we could be with you eternally. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, this is a little tighter to get off. I hope that you're being able to do that well. And as we take this cup, we are remembering Jesus and his sacrifice for you. Well, happy Easter to you. I hope that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior that he died to forgive you. And that's what Easter is really all about. As you sacrifice, as, as you see peace fleeting away, as you're having a hard time finding joy, I want you to know, choose Jesus, and you'll find each of these things because it's promised by his Holy Spirit. God bless you, and God bless us all as we continue through this time together. May you be safe and well and pray for those around you
0: in Jesus name bye bye Wow, what an amazing service what a great message of, of hope and peace uh, as we receive we have the ability to receive life from Christ. Uh, what a celebration uh, we have a few announcements we want you to be aware of um, as we continue through uh, this crazy time of this lockdown where we can't go anywhere, really. We miss you here. We wish you were able to be here with us every Sunday morning, but we are so blessed for uh, to have the technology to be able to bring the church service to you. And we have lots of different ways to, uh, to access that material. If um, if this is maybe your first time finding us, uh, you can access the full service, as I mentioned in the welcome, at plasnaz.com or at YouTube. And and for our people, we really want you guys to use our website. We have a brand new website. Uh, it just was released and just launched this week. Uh, we hope that you'll go and look at it. And if I'm correct, I believe Josh is going to give you a great little um preview just right now where you get to see the beauty of it. And man, do we appreciate Josh and his his willingness to take that on. Um, All of our information that you need to know about what's going on with the church and, and if you need to connect with us can be found through the new website. Uh, you can email us at the church, uh, through the website. You can find our phone number. Uh, if you have friends that you want to direct to our church, come the bat, when we go back to normality. Um, It has great directions. All that stuff's amazing. Um, And all the different ministries that we offer, that's all on the new website. So check it out. Go explore it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Another awesome thing about the website is that we have the ability to do online giving through it. Um, We thank you for your faithfulness through this time. It's such an awkward thing um, where we, we don't get to come and we don't get to just put our offering in the offering plate the way we normally do. So we're having to change it up and we thank you for your faithfulness and being willing to adapt to the new normal we have right now. The the different ways you can be giving is through uh the regular mail. Just send a check to us here at the church at our web at our address and and that's a great way to do it. Uh you can also uh do it through bill pay on your uh online uh and your bank uh, with your online banking. Um those are both really really great ways to do it. The other way is through the website. Uh, and the only issue with that is there is a small fee that is associated with the online giving to the website. So we really encourage you to use either the mail or a bill pay program to to continue to be faithful with your um, your giving. And we thank you in advance for uh, your faithfulness in that. Also, we are trying so hard. We are working really pretty tirelessly, to try to bring as much of what we offer here at the church to you online at home where you are found. Um, We are meeting on Wednesday nights with our caravans group. I meet with them, Pastor Steve meets with them, and Colette. We also um, have Lynn Homney, who is trying to uh, work with all of our Sunday school teachers to figure out how to get Sunday school material presented to the kids. They they actually, last week, the um, fourth through sixth grade class met with her on Sunday morning, and, and that went really well. We're trying to figure out the best way to continue to offer and, and to um, disciple our people through this process. Um, we also have kids sermons. Um, I believe we're calling them kids talks. Uh, Pastor Steve and Pastor Vicky did such a great one this week. Make sure you check that out on our website and on youtube uh, it 's for our kids it's it 's a really great uh, tool f- uh, if they 're not really able to sit through the sermon uh, they can they can experience still god 's message through that means as well. Finally, the last thing, Pastor Steve was talking about sacrifice today about the sacrifice of Christ and we have the opportunity to sacrifice as well. And what we're wanting to do is we are encouraging and inviting our Plasnaz family to make a commitment to sacrifice 30 minutes a day in prayer. We would love it if you would email the church or, um, or call us, and um, Josh is putting the email and the, uh, the phone number here on the screen right now, Email or call us and sign up for a 30-minute slot during the day where you're going to commit to praying for our church family, for our pastoral staff, where you're going to pray for the, the health workers that are, are working tirelessly right now to, to help those who are sick through this crisis. Pray for our emergency workers, those who are doing their best to um, aid our community to stay safe. Pray for our community. We have been fortunate to not have too many cases here in El Dorado County, but we need to continue to pray so that that doesn't get worse. And we have a great community around us. When you look at the Sacramento community just down the hill from us, they need our prayer as well. We could be praying for them. Finally, we encourage you to pray for our country. There are lots of different places in our country that are suffering greatly right now. We need prayer for those people we need prayer for our governmental officials who are working their best to present options and, and, and put things into place to keep us safe. Continue to lift them up in prayer. We, pray, we, we ask you to do this. Uh, if you don't know what time slot to, um, to try to commit to, you could call the church and ask us and we can tell you what slots are available. Our goal And I know we can do this, guys. Our goal is to get every 30-minute slot for the whole 24 hours of a day filled. Pick a slot. Commit to praying that slot every day. And our goal is to pray that way through the whole of this crisis. It could end in a couple weeks. It could end in quite quite a bit longer than that. We don't really know. But God is the masterful worker. He's the one who is involved in all of this, and we want to lift up our prayers to Him so that through this process, His will can be brought about. So please, join us in this journey as we take this commitment to pray for the whole 24 hours every day um, for for the weeks to come. Thank you so much again for coming. We are excited to continue to do this for you, and we're looking forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great week. Stay safe. And we love you.